Welcome to the Dear Mama podcast. I'm your host, Mama C, and this is all about the daily affairs of transitioning into motherhood. Good afternoon, dear mamas. This is your host, Mama C, and it's not the morning for reals, but and I'm in my car still, so go figure. Travel in my car and these uh, Dear Mama podcasts and what it's all about. Yes, I'm hands free. Um, and I am in a moment of inspiration, so I am here to share with you uh, about using your voice and the ramifications of what happens when you don't. So uh, today is January 21st. It is uh, where women around the world, whatever the time zone that they're in on the 21st, have marched. They have marched for women's rights. They have marched for equality. They have marched for politics they have marched for systems for safety for so many different things and I lived in a place where uh, unfortunately I didn't get to be part of it but I did watch it online and was unbelievably moved touched and in a state of humility humility yeah I would say humility uh, and uh, a tad bit of anger and inspiration a lot of inspiration and a lot of possibility and what I got from all of this was how important it is to use your voice. So I have been, for those who know me, know me that know that I am a huge, I'm not an advocate for, um, for activism. I'm going to be honest. Like I'm not, I'm not a big fan of showing up at a march and yelling and screaming into a microphone and demanding things. Uh, although in history has shown to be somewhat powerful, I really believe in shouting message of hope and possibility, which I see now is happening. It's really amazing. And so I was gung-ho in it and feeling it from a different place um, today. And it might be because of what I'm facing. So our circumstance also, our circumstances dictate where we land. And um, I'm listening to some of the speakers and one of the speakers, and I, I'm sorry it was in New York and I can't remember the woman's name and I feel terrible and I probably should look that up and stop and re- and then record this again but I won't um I will put a little note in my in my outline but she said that you know we need to stop looking at politeness as uh as a form of not using our voice so when we don't speak we're actually being polite but really we're just actually withholding the truth um, and I think there's a line between how much we share and it being an emotional dumping ground versus being aware of what we're actually going through and what we're actually experiencing. And so I really, it literally made me vibrate as she was speaking and saying that because my literally, my little spidey sense over my entire body, my entire body started to tingle. And I was like, oh, apparently this has hit the cord. This has hit the cord for me. Um, is that I feel like I have been fighting with the difference between being honest about what's happening and being the advocate that I have always been in my entire career, my entire life, um, for thousands of people, over 5,000 people around the world, um, to being quiet and polite and not ruffling feathers and disturbing a norm. And that's not like me. And I think it's different is because I've been in the story, in the trauma, in the experience and and not looking at, feeling like I'm looking at it objectively or wondering, 
am I looking at Do I need to ruffle the feathers? Do I need to say something right now? Maybe if I'm just quiet and just experience it. And then I started to hear all these stories and all these things. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, no fucking way. Excuse my language. And I am going to swear today because it's, this is a system thing. But more deeply, it's a people not using their voice when they should be using their voice. Women in particular. When they know that something's not right. You can feel it, but we question it and we we don't see anything and we hold our breath and we try to be polite and we try not to ruffle any feathers. and, And in this process, we suffer. We suffer. And I say we because I'm not the only one and I know this because I spent the last week in about 10 different conversations with my clients about not using their voice, not acknowledging or honoring their space, about taking on other people's energy and showing up different and unauthentic to who they truly are because they're afraid of what would happen if they showed up in their authentic space, in their authentic voice. And God damn it, it has to stop. For those of you who are religious, I'm really sorry, and I will go and do my confession at some point. Um, but this is my, as my, one of my spiritual mentors, she calls it, she calls it spiritual emphasis. I am emphasizing the importance of using our voice and what happens when we don't, when we don't have to use our voice is actually not just on an emotional level, terrible for our wellness and well-being and our self-worth. It also affects greatly our physical body. And so when we, for those of you who have chronic issues with your throat, colds turn into strep throat or constant irritation with your throat or coughing or sinuses or anything to do with your neck and up. If you're not speaking your truth, try it. Try writing it. Try getting therapy. Try making a podcast. Try try something. Because when you start to speak your truth, those pains will dissipate. Your heart will settle. Your anxieties will go away. Your truth will become present. And there may be very well ramifications. Keep yourself safe. But there is ramifications of using our voice sometimes because it it disrupts the table. It shakes the table that everybody has so politely put, you know, the nice cutlery on and the plate and the napkins. And, you know, when we have guests over, make everything so lovely. But really underneath people are suffering. Two, uh, I got a great example of this. Um, two Thanksgivings ago, and I'm going to turn my car on because the ferry's about to go. And yes, don't worry, I'm hands free. But two Thanksgivings ago, maybe three, no, it was two. Two. I was invited to a Thanksgiving dinner with people I barely know. And um, I could sense that something wasn't right. Everything was all laid out beautifully. It was a beautiful home. It was like candles and smells and delicious food and all of this kind of stuff. But something didn't seem right. And so when I was talking to the host, she kept saying to me, oh, no, everything's lovely. Everything's so good. And and I was like, oh, are you sure? You know, and she was like, no, look at, you know, we spent so much time preparing. Are you enjoying yourself? And she was so worried about what my experience was. And I could just, you know, I just knew and I didn't say anything. I just left it because obviously she didn't want to talk about it. And long story short, there was so much shit happening at that table that they so, rather than just canceling the dinner, rather than just 
saying things how they are, we're having a difficult time right now, rather than just being honest. There was all this stuff happening underneath and everybody could sense it and feel it and all that kind of stuff. And it was awkward and it made me feel awkward. And um, it made everybody feel awkward. Like it's just, it is awkward. And yet, and I could see that there was a sense of suffering that was happening. Um, but this is what we do. Rather than just being honest with people, we set up these expectations, these walls, this not using our voice, and it has some serious effects. And we know what's going on, we're just not listening to it. So in all of this experience that I, that I had today, um, in all this reflection, I thought to myself, what would it be like if more women just used their voice? Now, you don't have to be on a microphone in front of tens of thousands of people doing a live webcast. You don't have to be, you know, making a podcast and sharing all of your, you know, but it might be. Whatever is right for you in an avenue that feels safe and whole that you can actually tell, share with people what's actually going on or even share with yourself. You know, how many people just ignore? How many women do I know ignore? So that we have this coaching conversation and it comes out, she's like, oh, I've always, I've always known that it feels so good to say it. It's like, well, why haven't you? The fear, the fear, the lack of authenticity is a lack of authenticity. When you are not your authentic self, you don't want to know what happens? I'm going to share with this with you because I think it's really important. And as you can tell, I'm super passionate about this today. Those videos just got me riled up and in my authentic self. When we are not authentic, we are struck with anxiety, fatigue, and a sense of lack of worth. We say that we are not enough to speak, to be our true selves in the shadows of somebody else's stuff. I'm guilty of it too. This is why I'm probably all riled up is because I'm realizing I've fucking done it to myself and I am somebody who advocates for authenticity. And you know what? Like it's, it stops. The buck stops because when we use our voice and I, and I love this little saying that I heard and I have it written down and it said to be humble in your expression, polite with your words, swift with your action. And when we do that, I'm paraphrasing, by the way. This is Matt Kahn, K-A-H-N. I do remember this because I've ever written down. This is when courage, our courage, the heart, our heart, our heart speaks. If you want your heart to speak, if you are feeling blocked in relationship, if you're feeling blocked in your life, right, get clear on what it is that you want and need. Have some self-reflection. Care for yourself gently and lovingly and fiercely. Set boundaries where boundaries need to be set. Self-care, self-care, self-care. Because when you step into this place, you unleash this unbelievable fire and possibility and potential and opportunity. And when we don't, when we don't move through this in, in humility and in certainty and in love and in politeness. We just vomit all over other people. And so when we actually can find our voice in our kindness, in our light, in our love, in our firmness, it's incredible what starts to shift and change. 
when we are raising children, and I do this with my daughter, my daughter will go, no, <laughs> she'll say this really, she's using her voice and she's clear. And I say, do you want something? And she says, yes. And she gets really excited. I allow her to have that expression without shushing her or, or, or silencing in some way or telling her that, no, you have to have this. If she doesn't want to eat that food, she doesn't eat that food, you know, there or she doesn't want to hug somebody, she doesn't hug somebody. When she's letting me know, I'm just being really mindful of that because as depending on our cultures and depending on where we come from, we'll be encouraged or not to encourage to use our voice to fit into a system, into a family, into a culture of how you should be versus how you naturally and authentically are. And when you are in your authentic state, be watch out, our world is going to change. So if you really want change in your life in the world, if you are an advocate, a feminist, if you have a daughter or a son, and you really want to make a difference in the world, raise them to be authentic people, to own their space. Whether that's dressing themselves, finding their style, whether it, it doesn't, allow them to find that space in a healthy way. Provide the right containers, the right boundaries for safety for expression, for all those things. And at the same time, allow them to be heard, allow them to share, allow them to be creative, allow them to have that freedom of space and watch, give them the opportunity and watch how they will show up. Just by that, you're changing a generation. And when they see you role model the same thing, watch out even more. It's really incredible. It's incredible to see what happens, what transpires, and what can occur when we use our voice on a physical, mental, emotional, social, and on from a systems thinking lens, a whole community as a whole. So I invite you, dear mamas, to find your voice, to find your authenticity, to speak your truth, to be in the light that you know is right for you. Because that that is where women's marches will no longer be needed. We will no longer need the activism, the anger, the inspiration and motivational speeches about how we can get to equality because we will be there. With that, I'm tuning out and I'm tuning in and taking some time. So thanks for listening. Listen soon. Be well.